Looking to make your holiday gifts more extraordinary? There's one place you need to go. Paper Source. Paper Source's gift wrap collection includes hand-illustrated designs, stone paper, sustainable handmade fine papers, and even pine-scented wrap. Don't want to do any wrapping? Paper Source has easy solutions with their pre-wrap gift boxes and bags. Or you can leave it to the professionals with their in-store wrapping service. Give yourself time back and wrap up your holidays with something extraordinary. Visit papersource.com or stop by a Paper Source near you today. Welcome to Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow with your host, Insung Kim. Sponsored by Hope in Mission, LLC. To connect with the show, go to insungkim.org. That's I-N-S-E-O-N-G-K-I-M dot O-R-G. Or listen to Insung on oneplace.com. And now it's time for yesterday, today, and tomorrow with your host, Insung Kim. Hello, this is Insung Kim from Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow. And we have a special guest today, Mr. Matt Ulf from True Play is with us. He's a director of the product marketing at True Play. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Insung. Very happy to be here. Yeah, well, after I heard about this uh, True Play, I was so blessed uh, that this is so timing, timely for children, right? Would you share with, uh, with us about a little bit more about yourself and the company? Yeah, absolutely. So I am a parent. Um, I have young daughters. And so, and so you couldn't be more right. It is very timely, I think. You know, we started True Play and all the people here at True Play joined because we just did not see anything, any sort of entertainment for children and games that was promoting high-quality, fun um, entertainment or that were providing Christian values. So mm-hmm. um, a little bit about me. I mean, I have been in data and analytics most of my career. I've worked for some large brands and um and so when I saw True Play uh, come across my radar as this new tech startup out of Austin, Texas, with its mission, I really felt like I could not say no. Hmm. And so that's really why I joined the company. Yeah. And also you have uh, so much uh, um, uh, bio, just so much information on the bio here. Tell us about a little bit about the, you led the largest brand analytic project for World Cup and Nike. Yeah, that was a really exciting time in my career. So I worked for Nike mm-hmm. uh, for about seven years, and mm-hmm. I was on their um, their data and analytics team. And so one of my favorite projects was I got to do the measurement strategy and implementation for World Cup 2014. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most of the world thinks that the Olympics mm-hmm. is the biggest sports event mm-hmm. in the world. But it, it actually is not. It's, it's World Cup. And across most of the world, especially outside the United States, mm-hmm. um, football, well, what we call soccer, is probably one of the most popular sports and most watched sports of all time. So I had the opportunity to jump in. It was kind of a climatical moment of my career at Nike to put together the whole strategic measurement plan, implement it all, and present all the way up to the chief marketing officer. 
So it's focused on marketing on Nike. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah it's a, it was a large marketing exercise. Yes. Mm. So it's used a business analytic, basically. Right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, that's great. Um, I'm in right now, business analytic program, learning about whole things. So it's very interesting. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And so just share a little bit about uh, this true play. And so our audience can uh, understand what the true play is about. Yeah, absolutely. So the name of the company is True Play Games, and mm-hmm. it's T-R-U-P-L-A-Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we spell it a little bit differently. But what it is is, you know, when we looked out at as parents, when we looked out, and is our CEO, Brent Ducey, looked out at, at like digital entertainment available to kids, We, like I said earlier, we just did not see a lot of great options for kids mm-hmm. when it came to promoting Christian values. And what you do see a lot of is addictive mechanics. You see violence. You see over-sexualized content. Um, and that's, that's what our kids are being exposed to every single day. And mm-hmm. there's also predators out there and chat groups. And, and so most of these popular games have chat features. And even as well as they do their natural language processing, you still have predators that are smarter than the system getting through to children. Mm. And in addition, you know, as a parent, when you see these advertisements come up in games, you, you, you just never know what your child is going to be exposed to. So what we did at true play games is we set out to create a mobile casual gaming platform Mm -hmm. that you can subscribe to as a parent and when you go into our platform it has this large array of different games they're either games digital comics or animations where your child can experience play they're never going to have advertisements in them other than subscription itself there's never an in-app purchase and um you know it's safe and so you can trust it um and so you know, there's not going to be any chat rooms in there where anyone can get in. It's a, it's, it's a pretty much a locked down platform. Mm-hmm. And you can play, some games are explicitly biblical, taken mm-hmm. straight out of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our games, Stained Glass, is it's a match three game where you build this. You, it's a puzzle game where you, every level you beat, you get a piece of stained glass. And throughout the game, you complete the puzzle, this big stained glass, and it comes to life. Mm. And a character from the Bible tells that story from the Bible. We have mm. some games like that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of our content is based on this new intellectual property, this IP we call uh, the world of Rim. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a fantastical world. It's very much illustrative of the Bible. Um, think kind of Chronicles of Narnia-ish, where mm. these young kids, they're anthropomorphic characters, they go on these adventures together, and you, you basically, they learn about God. They learn about Jesus. They learn about the Bible through gameplay and through their adventures. And so um, that's a whole other side of our business that we're developing inside the platform, this brand new um, world of RIM that kids can play through. And so, you know, we hope that um, that kids will get into this platform and really redeem that screen time Mm -hmm. that has been 
taken over by um, really nefarious or violent or, or just inappropriate content for so many years. We hope that parents will jump on board and, and kids will start experiencing uh, the mm. Word of God in these games wow. and hopefully change, change culture at the same time. That, that really is our, our hope. Yes, yes. I mean, two things. Um, remember our time, I don't know, probably your time, that Sunday school, um, going to the church, the children go to the church and go to Sunday school, learn about the Bible. And then there is like books that, um, that animated book that they can read. But there was not much for children. These days, a mission is different, right, for children. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, when I was growing up, and I remember growing up, this will date me a little bit, um, we were just getting rid of the rotary phone and the Atari and Sega Genesis, and then when the the very first Nintendo came out, it was Mm -hmm. mind-blowing. But these things were just coming out, and, you know, when you think about children, you know, there's some really, really staggering stats out there. You know, when you think about 62% 62% of Americans over 40 years old believe in God. Mm. That's already not a great statistic, but when you think about children, that number is below 31% of wow. children, and it continues to decline. And so these children, mm-hmm. you know, they go to Sunday school, what is that, a half hour? A half hour of really meaningful content mm-hmm. once a week. Mm-hmm. You know, that's 1,560 hours mm-hmm. in a year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, right now, kids are spending upwards of 52 and a half hours per week. Wow. Per week on screens, mm. playing games, mm-hmm. um, on their phones, mm-hmm. on social media. And if you think about, like, yes, we should continue to do Bible studies, Bible, sorry, Sunday schools. Mm-hmm. And, but is that that's not where the majority of your children's time is. They're, mm-hmm. they're on screen. Mm-hmm. They're watching TV. They're on social media. They're playing games. Mm-hmm. I know there's some stats where a very, very popular game out there for middle schoolers and high schoolers. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't mention the name of it just, just because I, I don't want to mm-hmm. um, promote them. But mm-hmm. I know kids are spending 19 to 20 hours per week just mm-hmm on that game alone. And that's a part-time job. And, and that's going to change culture. That's going to change kids. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to meet children where they're at. If they're spending 52 and a half hours per week, mm-hmm. that's where we need to go with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We need to, we need to expose Jesus and scripture through this medium to kids. And so that's our hope is that we do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, while I was raising my children, I mean, kind of just think, thought about, like, why don't we make game for children um, the by Christian companies? Because, yes, you're right. Like, many our children on a screen, but we don't have any other options to uh, provide to our children. So it's just absolutely timely for... Um, introducing this program, I mean, the games to our uh, children. We agree. We agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also um, you mentioned about this trip. What's the age uh, 
kind of uh, cover for this game to play? So we, I mean, really all ages can play it. Mm-hmm. Our games really target ages 5 to 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the age, when we look at the games that we're putting out, the animations, that's really the audience that will resonate with it the most. Mm-hmm. That being said, I mean, there's games in there. As a parent, you, you purchase this for your children, and mm-hmm. you're obviously going to check it out and, and explore it yourself. <laughs> we actually find that a lot of parents love playing specific games in there as well. Oh, um, really? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah okay. they do. And, and we're coming out with features. Um, in fact, by the time this airs, we will likely have a feature like this available. But we're coming out with features that encourage parents and kids to play together. So mm. really like family leaderboards so they can compete for high score. And we're also working on different ways to educate parents whether it's through an email or some sort of notification to the parent that, hey, your, your, your child just finished this level. Here's the biblical concept that was taught. Here's the scriptures that you can use to reinforce this mm-hmm. and get that in the hands of the parents. Because, you know, true play games is not a solution mm-hmm. for the problem in the world. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be really clear about it. But we are, you know, parents. Mm-hmm. Teaching the Bible to their kids is going to be the solution. Mm-hmm. And so we are just helping facilitate this. We want to be a tool in the toolbox for parents mm-hmm. so that parents don't feel helpless. And so they, it, what you said earlier in the song was, where in the world are parents supposed to go? Their kids are playing games for 52 hours a week. Mm-hmm. But yet, wh- where are they supposed to turn their kids to? And mm-hmm. you know, for the first time, we can say, well, you can there's this platform, you can push your kids towards this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but we're a tool for them. That's how we see ourselves. We're here to help the parents. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly um, just blessing. It will bless many families. Many games today feature violence and uh, illicit activities that link with a depression and mental health problem. Please share with us these uh, issues. You know, it's it's really scary when you go and look out there. So there's some research done by CyberSafe Kids um, between children between the ages of eight to age twelve. The things that they encounter online, and I'll just read some of these. Um, it's it's staggering. So 26% of children have seen or experienced something online in the last year that really bothered them. It's mm. 26%. 29% of those same children kept it to themselves mm. rather than telling their parents or someone else. Mm. That's even scarier. So parents don't know mm. what the, what's bothering their kids. There's mm. um, another one. 20% of these kids state that they've seen something online that they wouldn't want their parents to know about. Mm. It doesn't mean they went and searched it up. It just means they were exposed to it. Oh, I, I don't want my parents to know that. 64% of children say that they've been contacted by a stranger in an online game. Wow. Now, when I, with my kids, with devices in my home, mm-hmm. that device is access to the outside world. Yeah. So there's no difference between if I let my 
daughter take this device into her room and close the door, which I do not allow. There's no difference between that and just letting a complete stranger mm-hmm. into her room mm-hmm. and close the door. And so 64% of children have been contacted by a stranger. And then one more, 26% of children report that they have friends and followers that they don't know offline, mm. which means their their entire relationship with them is online. And really, they don't know who they really are. You can spoof your identity online really easily. So, mm. you know, when you spend 52 and a half hours per week staring at a screen, it's going to affect you. You know, there's another really depressing stat, according to Psychology Today. Mm-hmm. The average male is exposed to online pornography by the age of 11. Wow. You know, this causes devastating effects. It causes mm. mental health problems, depression. Mm. You know, if you're if you're playing and being exposed to violent things, you're going to be prone to violence. Um, so, you know, suicide, depression amongst youth is an all-time high. Mm. Um, so we have to be honest with ourselves as adults and parents. What is, what is causing all of this? What, and we know the root, that we need the love of Jesus Christ in our culture. Like, we need that. That That is the correct the correction to all this. But when we see kids exposed to over-sexualization, to violence, to the desensitization of death and theft, and, well, you you should expect to see negative results mm-hmm. when that happens. You should expect to see the fabric of culture start to unravel. The destruction of the home will take place. So those are some really sobering statistics that I think parents really need to understand, mm-hmm. that there is a deep problem mm-hmm. in this country. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it is rooted in what your kids are up to mm-hmm during the week Hmm. so yeah yeah and um one uh interesting part is is um i think it empowered children to disconnect with the parents it's just so strange to me that uh i mean like china i think they're controlling the game time and that's what i heard Uh, but Mm -hmm. here in u.s Feels like parents don't have any, any. I don't want to say power, but anything that can influence to our children. I think is helpless. That's a lot of parents feel that way. So, I don't know. What, what do you think? Vincent, I think you're absolutely right. I believe in this country we create ways to divide parents from children, mm-hmm. and and I think that parents right now have a really, really hard job because most kids by the age of seven, eight years old are asking for a smartphone. They're asking for their iPhone or a new, mm-hmm. the new you know, Android phone. And they're compelled to give it to them because every single other kid has one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in my home, I'll just tell you some stories. We, we do things very differently than the way the world does it. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, we we don't give our kids personal cell phones mm. at young ages. Mm-hmm. Um, primarily, I actually just had this conversation with my 13-year-old. Um, she brought up, and it was an honest question, like, "Hey, when do we when do we get a cell phone?" And you know, first thing I said is, "Interesting. 
so you think you're entitled to one. Uh, but mm-hmm. so apart from that, yeah. well, I, I really explained to her that this device, if I give you this, you will disappear into it, and mm-hmm. I won't see you as much anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and I was explaining to her that if I allow you to do that, you will pay for that later when you're an adult. Mm-hmm. You will not have as close of a relationship with your parents. You will stop investing into uh, physical, personal relationships, and you'll invest into building your identity online and getting that dopamine hit from a like on Instagram or TikTok or mm-hmm. Be Real or whatever new platform is out there. And And so I think as parents, we need to take that space back. You know, being a director at a gaming company and being a Christian father is really an interesting dichotomy. And if you don't mind, it's not, I'd like to take a minute and camp on this for a second. Yeah. I think it's important. But, you know, it, it does seem in one sense counterintuitive. Well, as a Christian father, why would you build video games for your kids to spend more screen time in? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a valid question. And my response has been, screens are here to stay. Your kids are going to play games. Even my kids play games. Mm-hmm. But in my home, we've developed certain practices. And I'm not saying this is what everybody should do, mm-hmm. like, exactly. But I do think everyone should have a version of mm-hmm. what I'm about to say, mm-hmm. where we have limited screen time, the amount of time they can play, mm-hmm. and we stagger the days. Mm-hmm. Well, Matt, that sounds really complicated. Well, sometimes it can be, but I've studied data my entire life. Mm -hmm. And when I was at Nike, I was at the Facebook campus Mm -hmm. meeting the people who came out with the algorithms. Yeah. And so I know very well that if you continually scroll that feed every day Mm -hmm. for hours, Mm there is an addictive mechanic to it, and Mm -hmm. that is the intent. The mm-hmm. intent is to sell advertising to make money. But That's right. to do to do that is you have to create this addictive mechanic. And so by staggering the days and by limiting screen time, your children mm-hmm. don't develop these addictive behaviors and they can detach very easily. Mm-hmm. So I can turn off the Nintendo Switch on my kids. And it's not like a huge emotional nuclear bomb. It's like, okay, I guess we're done. You know, and then we... So I think that there is a healthy balance to allow your kids to spend time playing games. We Mm -hmm. hope they play our games. Mm -hmm. But whatever game they're playing, Mm -hmm. um, there is a healthy balance that regardless you need to employ because if you don't, you will lose your kids into these devices. You'll lose them in the screen time, and you'll see you'll slowly see a disconnection between parents mm-hmm. and children. Mm-hmm. And your kids need to be raised by parents. There's mm-hmm. a there's a a saying that we have here at True Play is that parents make the best parents. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. Yes. So, I mean, we're going to continue our program next week, too. But this, a true play, is a blessing. It's a timely um, blessing for us. So share it with us. And I think it's the best gift for, when is it coming out? Is it, can we 
purchase it on this Christmas time, or is it going to come later? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've been out for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been kind of silently out in the market. So you could go there and purchase it this Christmas. Um, I don't have all the specifics yet. Uh, we are going to run a holiday promotion mm-hmm. to incentivize um, you know, you getting into the platform. It'll be a deal that we don't offer again. And so that'll be really exciting. By the time you hear this, it will be out there with the Christmas promotion. Also, if maybe you don't have kids that age, mm-hmm. but you're like, man, I, I want to get a, become a part of this. Well, you probably know a family that mm-hmm. does. And so we, we can't, we do have the capability for you to gift a subscription to someone. Mm-hmm. And so if you're a grandparent looking for a good gift for your grandchild, this mm-hmm. is, you can do that on our, on our website. Wow. Yeah. Okay. This is amazing to me. Like, wow, this is a blessing on 2023. So thank you so much for being with us. I'm Mr. Matt Wolf, and we're going to continue our program uh, with uh, True Play. And thank you for listening yesterday, today, and tomorrow. We'll be back next week. Thank you. If you've ever heard a thrilling song hook, a killer guitar lick, or an exhilarating beat and thought, I want to learn how to do that, Berkeley Online can take you there. Berkeley Online offers more than 250 courses with the same teachings and the same teachers as the renowned Berkeley College of Music in Boston. But you can learn from anywhere. Plus, it's a fraction of the cost. Visit BOL.education for a free sample lesson or use code LEARN for a 10% discount on your first non-degree course or certificate. BOL.education. Learn music with Berkeley from anywhere. Where?